All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? Hope everybody is having a great day, had a great weekend. I know some of y'all had an extra, extra great weekend, but we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Um, Let's see. Uh, yeah, man. A lot has happened in the last six days, I tell you, and we're going to talk about a lot of it for sure here on the show today. And I'm asking the question, can it be repaired? And I'm talking about this country, but we're going to get to that here in a little bit. But first, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show, which is the easiest, man, I tell you, because I want to hear what you have to say. Because anytime you call in with your opinions or comments, you know, it's a learning experience, not just for myself, but everyone out there listening. So don't feel shy, man. Just call me. And that's 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletts, talk at gmail.com. Um, don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Yeah. And if any of y'all want to hit me up on Twitter, it's driven for for life 62. All right. So those are all the ways you can um, get in contact with me and be a part of the show, which I do highly, highly encourage because I like to hear what you have to say. You know, I learn a lot from you. Just hopefully you learn something from me. So, yeah, don't hesitate. You know, don't hesitate because I want to hear what you have to say. All right. So with that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's Monday and uh, two songs today. We're going to give y'all two songs to start off today. Now, you can't beat that right there, I tell you. So here's your first song, Isley Brothers and Harvest for the World. And then I'm bringing you a little Mary J. Blige, and I'm just fine, fine, fine. See y'all in a little bit.
All right. Hey, there it was, man. There it was. That you didn't get one, not two, but three songs of the day today. The last one is the commitment with our old favorite Mustang Sally. Oh yeah, baby. What's going on out there? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Mr. Talk talking to you. And you're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. That's right. Oh man. Good, good, good music, man. I tell you, I started vibing a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, check this out, man. We we have about to talk about six days, six days in from when we had the presidential election, and things are just as chaotic as even as before. So we're gonna talk a little bit about. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about that. Um, gonna have to explain to you why this election really, really is not over. Uh, yeah. But, you know, the chances of it being changed is very minimal. Uh, You must admit that. But there's still a chance. There's still a chance. But anyway, before we get into all that, let me tell you how you can be a part of the show. The easiest way is call me at 347-838-8622. Our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And let's see, email is ericletsletstalk at gmail.com. Okay? So those are all the ways you can hang out with me, talk to me, let me know what's on your mind as we go through this day, this show together. All right? Yeah. That sounds good to me. All right. So last Tuesday, had the election, the presidential election of 2020. Oh, and we waited, and we waited, and we waited until Saturday around noonish time. Former Vice President Joe Biden was projected to be the winner. So he is set to be, supposedly set to be the next, the 46th President of the United States of America. Oh, my goodness. Aren't you glad it's over? Aren't you glad you don't have to listen to no more of that? Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's a lot more to come, baby. There's a lot more to come. Oh, yeah. And here's why I'm saying it's a lot more to come. Number one, we all know who's in the White House, and we know they are not used to losing. So, you know, he's going to fight this thing. I mean, make up whatever he want to make up. He's going to fight it. You might as well get ready for that. And on the on the on the surface, it looks like, oh man, this, this I don't know why he's doing it. Why doesn't he go ahead and concede? Why doesn't he go ahead and say, okay, I lost and and get the transition in in motion? Well, that after doing a little digging and, and so forth and so on, I find there's a good reason why to fight this thing. And it's not to, for him, it's really not for him to stay in office, for the Republicans to save face, and just create doubt in the minds of the electors. Now, stay with me here now, because most people, Americans, okay, assume that once the election is over, once you vote Tuesday, last Tuesday or, or, you know, during the early voting process, once you've done that, it's over. 
you know, you, you watch the reports and they say so-and-so got so many electoral votes, so many people got this, you know, one person has this amount of the popular vote. And you, you assume once the projected winner, in this case, Joe Biden with 290 electors at this time, wait a minute. That's just the minimal of what we know as regular citizens is you vote on Tuesday. Then after that, they tell you who won the election and everybody go on about their business. Okay. And you wait on the concession speech from the, the sitting president that lost now or the challenger who lost. Okay. So neither one, but before I go any further, let me, let me break this down to you. Okay. People say, why don't he go on and concede? Why does he go? Well, to be honest with you, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to give a concession speech. He doesn't have to say he secedes. I mean, he you know giving up fighting. He doesn't have to say that. There's no way, nowhere in the Constitution that says that. It was more of a tradition that started uh, back in the day where everybody just assume, you know, there has to be a concession speech. I'm here to educate you today to tell you, no, they do not. He does not have to say, okay. Now, the reason why everybody wants him to say it is to, as they say, ensure that there'll be no problems transitioning from one, the Biden team transitioning to the White House and the Trump team transitioning out of the White House. So that is the purpose of the concession speech. And just all about sportsmanship, I guess you could say. But why should, after these last three and a half years, why would you expect him to just give up? Being we know who it is, we have seen his actions, we know what he think, how he thinks, what made you think he was going to, and, and the final thing is, he told you he wasn't going to do it. See, in President Trump's mind, losing is, is is not good, okay? This has been taught to him from childhood. And then the biggest thing is, you know, if you really think about it, it's like being on his show, The Apprentice. Somebody's got to walk up to him and say, you're fired. And with an egotistical individual as he is, that's just not going to work. That's just not going to work. So I just wanted to cover that uh, as far as the concession speech and stuff. Because a lot of people don't understand that. So when you hear that argument out there, you can explain to them that he does not have to give one. There's no law, no uh, anything like that that says he must give one. Not even in the great constitution that a lot of people would claim it's, it's not. Okay, so I'll let you know that. Okay, now back to the election, the actual voting. Okay, the American public comes out, which um, this election was a record. I mean, a record was the 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 new generation that's coming up that was um, voting for the first time. They showed up and they showed out, y'all. You hear me? Do you hear what I have to say? I think it was over like 65% of them 
of the new generation. That that's that's interesting in itself. I mean, I don't think they were a group that were really being counted on or, or focused on, but that's who's that that is who's turned out for this election. On the bottom end of it, you know, we know fifty seven percent of white people voted for Donald Trump, forty percent others. Okay, so that's not a big big surprise either. But out of all these individuals, how many know really know how our process of electing a president works? How many know that? And I, I know I've covered this before on the show, but um, I don't think I've gotten this in depth into it as I'm about to tell y'all now. Because with this, see, what, what everyone is failing to remember, this 2020 has not been a regular year. This is not a, a normal year. So happens a presidential election fell within this crazy year we have. COVID changed the way a lot of things were done or are going to be done. Okay, so hence why it took so long to count votes because you had the big, big difference right now was a lot of people was mailing, mailed in their votes, their ballots. Yeah. And if you think from let's say April, June, up until the election, that's a lot of ballots. That 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 is a lot. And if you go each state, oh my goodness. So you you know listen to the president, everybody expected to be totaled up by the end of the day. I'm um, Tuesday, in Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Okay? And that's what uh, his campaign was was counting on. However, they underestimated the amount of mail-in ballots, absentee ballots, which threw everything in a frenzy. Now, the Trump administration, they've been filing lawsuits saying they weren't able to, they weren't given, uh, uh, what was it? They wasn't given um, um, enough room to view um, the counters, the, the the counters doing the ballots in Pennsylvania, and that argument was it's not they weren't given access. That's what it was given access because they were in there while they were counting. They just felt the Trump campaign felt that their observers were not allowed close enough, and they weren't given binoculars. Don't you think that's reaching a little bit, people? So the judge, judge in Pennsylvania said, okay, all right, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll come up with a decision before I, I rule on this. So they came up, okay, we'll let y'all stand six feet away. Really? That that really made a difference? That Was that really going to make a difference? No, not really. But it's just a stab in the dark. And sometimes when you're stabbing in the dark, you'd be surprised what you hit. So now, of course, they're going to go through all this rigmarole, um, foul, um, 
lawsuits and things of that nature. And I'm sure there'll be some recounts in, in some of these so-called um, big states with the big electoral numbers. In other words, they'll go back and recount all the ballots. However, from the numbers that I've seen and from uh, reports that I have read, there really isn't um, anything that's really going to change the outcome as far as the popular vote, okay? The popular vote. Now, getting on into it a little deeper, let's talk about this electoral thing. As everybody know by now, um, you have to, the winner has to have 270 electoral votes to be um, declared uh, the, the president of the United States. Right now, Joe Biden's supposed to be sitting at 290. Okay, and Donald Trump, 214. Okay. Here's the thing about this electoral that I think a lot of don't understand. The actual individuals that are the electors, they haven't even met. Listen to what I'm saying. Because there are certain individuals that are chosen to be um, electors for your state. And if you notice, some some of it, um, some of those, I know on my ballot, when I voted, so it may have been on yours. You may not have paid it any attention. But these are the individuals that are going to actually cast the electoral votes. Supposedly for the winner of their state of the popular vote. Now, that's how it is supposed to work. You really can say the election isn't done yet. It's not. It's not done yet. But wait a minute, there's more, there's more. That's why I'm trying to talk a little slow so you get this. There's a thing called the Electoral Count Act. And it states, and it dictates that the states choose electors no more than 41 days after the election. No more than 41 days. Okay? So, once again, as I just said, it says Joe Biden has 290 electoral votes. That's what it says. But the Electoral College has not voted yet. Okay, I'm just putting it out there for you now. I'm, I'm trying to teach you a little something here. Okay? Now, as I said before, the electoral people who are chosen to be... <coughs> oh, excuse me. The people that are chosen to be the electors and are part of Electoral College, okay, they are supposed to, when they meet in their different state um, groupings, um, well, probably during COVID is going to be uh, Zoom or something like that. But anyway, um, they're supposed to give their votes, electoral votes, to the candidate that has won the popular vote in their state. That's how it's supposed to work. However, we do know that that's not how it always works. Granted, 2016, and I think 2010, 20, yeah, something, something like that. No, not 2010, but when Bush H.W. was in the Bush, yeah, that Bush guy was in, him and Gore. So it doesn't work like that. It's supposed to work like that, and many states after that, pass laws that guarantees that is the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. Now, here's another date you need to pay attention to. December 23rd. 
All right. December 23rd. And that's when certificates recording the electoral vote results in each state must be received. Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I, I went too fast. Let me go back. December the 14th. I don't know if I mentioned that. That is when the actual electoral college electors vote. Okay. December 14th. That's when they vote. They actually say, yes, our 115 vote goes to Joe Biden. Our 750 votes go to President Trump. December 14th. Now, you probably, and I doubt if you would get a lot of lot of coverage, but yeah. So write that first date down, December 14th. Electoral College actually votes. So that's when whoever running is going to get um, their quote-unquote electoral votes, all right, support. December 23rd, the certificates from each state recording the electoral vote results in each state must be received by the president of the Senate and archivist. All right, the president of the Senate. Y'all remember that, all right, because we're going to come back to the president of the Senate. It could, because it, his, it, this is where the story gets wild, and, and you know it get oh my goodness! I, I, I sat down and I thought some of the things. It, it's crazy, but we'll get to that. January six, the official results of the electoral votes are sent to the new elected Congress, not the old ones, the new ones that just got elected. Okay, which will meet in a joint session and announce the results. All right. Now, the session will be presided over by Nancy Pelosi, if she's still Speaker of the House, because there are there is rumblings that um, some progressives want to replace her. You know, and some of the, the newer um, House members coming in, Democratic House members want to maybe replace her. So look for a battle to be in the House about that as well as being Speaker of the House. But and Mike Pence. Now. The reason why I say pay attention to the president of the Senate, because the president of the Senate is Mike Pence, because he is the sitting vice president. Y'all with me now? Y'all following a little bit? Okay. Um, Yeah. Now, Congress must sign off on the electoral votes. Both houses. All right. They have to agree. If not, here's go to good one. If not, then the House chooses the president and the Senate chooses the vice president. Okay, y'all y'all got that? Basically, here it is. Okay, let me break it down for you. This is what happens. January since six, the new Congress meets and you know, they take a look over, over all of the information, the votes, the electoral votes and everything like that. And then they decide if those um, are legitimate. They sign off on it. And then next thing you know, you, you have your inauguration. The winner and the loser, okay? That's January 6th. That's what's going to happen. But here's the tricky part. If anybody has any problems with any of the electoral votes or the voting themselves, they can actually raise an objection during this time. 
January 6th. Okay, y'all, y'all listening to me? Now, the catch to that is, if someone in the Senate stands up and say, I want to um, uh, argue that Pennsylvania votes didn't count, there was some fraud there. In order for that motion to go forward, a member of the House has to stand up and agree with them. See, now we're getting into the checks and balances. So a Senate member can't get up and say, well, I there's a problem with the ballots in California, and another senator will say, I would see. No, it doesn't work like that. It has to be one in each house. No, this is a little far-fetched, but I, 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 I've been thinking about this thing, and I can see where it gets to this point. All right? So right now, right now, um, the, the Democrats are set to maintain control of the House, House of Representatives. And as far as the Senate, they don't know yet. They're still working that in there. They're still working that in there. It's tied right now with, I think they got two or three runoffs that still has to happen to them in Atlanta, I think, area. And uh, then we'll see who has to. I see you, Triple One. I get to you. All right. Um, Anyway, this is what happens. If they can't decide on what have you and things just don't work together, then there's another rule that says, okay, the House of Representatives gets to choose who the new president will be, and the Senate will get to choose who the vice president will be. Yeah. So each one gets to pick. You know, and if you go back now, if you go back and look at all the battles of who controlled the House, who controlled the Senate, it kind of comes in the big picture. It comes into the big picture. And the reason why I say this year will be really interesting because Mike Pence, he's on the losing side. Now, it's, it's, it's interesting that you haven't heard anything from him. And I guess with this being a scenario, I wouldn't say much either. I really wouldn't because it's like putting himself out there. So that that is basically what is still going to happen within this election. So don't think that it is just over. Because there's still a few more steps to go before um, before anything really is settled. All right, so all of y'all that was out there dancing in the street, you know, over this past weekend and whatever, you know, you may have jumped the gun a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, but anyway, let me get uh get this call in here right here because I. I said I ain't talking a lot today. Yeah, I know I is. But hold on. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here and what do you have for me? Hey, what's up, man? This is Nas. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing all right, brother. How are you? Yeah, I'm cool, man. All right. What you got yeah, for me? Yeah, I'm sitting there listening to you. Like, all of the procedural stuff you're talking about is, is good, just so people know, like, the process and how these things work. Right. The only problem, <laughs> the only disagreement I would have is it would take so many dominoes falling at the same time and, and so many people being on the same, uh, I guess you could say same way of thinking for, to pull off something like this. I don't think it's possible. I, I think this is already a wrap. Like <laughs> on election night, 
I was mm-hmm. getting Biden. I was getting Biden at minus two hundred. Because look, I don't deal with the posters. I deal with the gambling. So I was getting okay. Biden at minus two hundred, meaning you had to spend two hundred <laughs> to win one hundred. Trump mm-hmm. was at minus seven hundred, meaning Woo. you meaning you can make money hand over fist if you bet Trump. Now, when you right. know about gambling lines and gamblers, what are they doing? They're trying to get you to throw money behind the guy who's about to lose. So right. they got a gang of money rolling in on Trump that night because the line was so good. If he won, you know what I mean? If he won, mm-hmm. he was going to make money hand over fist. Right. But here's the problem with elections. These are, elections are not like a football game to where you don't know what the outcome is and we're waiting on, you know, a play to happen, waiting on a touchdown. In elections, the results are already done. The only thing you're waiting for is the counting. So in, in right. this scenario, I think what we had is, I think Trump lost by a lot, not by a lot in the form of a mandate or a landslide, but I think he lost by a lot for if we had uh, different provisions in those states where they counted the mail-in stuff early Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then counted the day of the election, it wouldn't even look as close as it did. I think Mitt Romney got closer. I think, uh, what's the raggedy dude from the Democrat? John Kerry got closer in his election. I think when all this is done, when we're doing a postmortem on this, we're going to find out, wow. He had an extremely uh, focused base, but outside of that base, there was a lot of resentment against him. And, and most of these Biden votes, I don't think they're for Biden. I think most Biden votes are actually just votes against tr- Trump. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Which is why you see I agree. the Dems trying to appeal to the you know conservatives right now. And and look, the, the best politician of the past 50 years, I hate him. I hate his guts more than anybody out there. But Mitch McConnell is going to steer this whole thing when it comes down to it. And I think he's going to look 45 in the eye and say, uh, I won my election, buddy. What you mean we? Ain't no consensus <laughs> here. Mitch is ready to move on. I got two Supreme Court justices out of you, boy. Now we're about Woo! to throw you overboard. Now, if you're mm-hmm. 45 and you know you got the stuff in New York coming, you got all kind of other investigations coming, what can you do? You can make this as messy as possible in order for it, them to kind of want to cut a deal, which I, I think that's exactly. going to be anything. 45 exactly. ain't no fool. Like, he like, bro, <laughs> y'all not about to leave me hanging. I'll make right? this messy. Y'all better do something for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, know, you know what? You can, I can, that, that makes a whole lot of sense, and I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. I actually agree with you that the, the, the um, procedures that I read and actually getting to that point are very minimal. However, being that we're dealing with who we're dealing with, you just don't know. <laughs> right, you know, right, right. You just yeah, I mean, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess I, I want to add this point, too. The forgotten part about the 2020 election. Uh, whoever takes over is basically being handed a bag of feces that is on fire. Meaning mm. you've got a pandemic to deal with. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. going to have budgetary constraints beyond belief. Because mm-hmm. every county, city, and state budget is out of whack because of the unemployment benefits, because of the shutdowns, and right. else, like it's gonna be a problem to govern in 2020. <laughs> and, and you can say whatever you want to say, but uh, Biden is not gonna walk into that thing and start trying to do uh, progressive, uh, you know, far-reaching stuff. We're probably looking at austerity, and we're probably looking at light stimulus because Wall Street actually wants it more than anything. And mm-hmm. you know this this is gonna be a year, brother. This is gonna be an interesting year. <laughs> I hey, I agree. I, I I cannot argue with that because <laughs> you are absolutely right. You are right. 
So, you know, but my thing is, I just want um, our people to understand, you know, how this process works. Because honestly, until I started doing this show some years ago, I didn't even understand how it worked. You know, I just thought Mm -hmm. I cast my vote in and that's it. You know, but there's more to it. You know, I don't know whether you call it safety, um, safety nets or whatever, but it's just more to it that I think. Um, our people should. If we if, if we educate it, we understand the the support the importance of it, and then I think we make better decisions. You know, right, right. Because yeah, the horse so. trading is happening right now, where we're seeing the Dems float John Kasich's name out there uh, because mm-hmm. what they're extending an olive branch to the Republic. Look, man, play ball right. with us. Uh, we're not going to govern from the left. We're going to govern from the center. Mm-hmm. So they're already making those appeals. So you know what it is, man. <laughs> None of these folks are stupid, but there's right. also a thing of uh, you know, how do you kill Caesar? You know, fifty to the back from all, all the groups involved. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people on the right who kind of, you know, I, I guess you could say they bend they bended to Trump when they had to, but there's a lot of resentment from a lot of those folks who are actually true conservatives who look mm-hmm. at this dude as a populist guy who got in their way and ruined a lot of things, and they can't wait to take him down. And, and I don't yeah. think a lot of people understand that. Yeah. Uh, if, if you were paying any attention before the election, a, many, uh, a lot of them were actually doing that, you know, slowly moving away from the train like, no, nah, dog, we can't go with you here on that one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we can't do you that. Fall, you fall alone. Yeah. And, and yeah. Then, That's the game I, of politics, stand, you know. I, I can't stand Mitch, but you got to admit, he's the best at it. And if we're being honest, well, he may uh-huh. have actually ran the presidency, you might as well say, for the last, what, six years? The last yep. two years of Obama and yep. the last four years of, of Trump. We got what? Everything Mitch wanted. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> the thing about it, people don't understand, Mitch has been planning this for years. For years. Right. He didn't start when Obama hit. You know, he, he back in, I think he was there for Reagan, too, I think. That's when he was newly elected. I'm not mistaken. Oh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So <laughs> you, you're right, and Mitch is you're right. Mitch is going to work this thing. He really is. You know that. I think that's why that you know they're making such a big thing about the Senate race because if that's the case, then Mitch is going to have to step down. You know, yeah. but Pelosi is in trouble as well. He's driving. They know they're in trouble. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's, she's in trouble, but you know, you know how it goes. The DNC wants no part of that progressive coalition if they could right. get rid of aoc and elon and all of them tomorrow they would they just can't but yeah they want no part to those people well, you, you know the other interesting thing is uh, um during this election they they elected a lot of um progressives on the democratic side so it, it's it's going to get interesting there in the house here within the next few months because it really is i think right. they're gonna have to find some kind of middle road you know, and I think that's yeah. where a lot of individuals say Biden is going to catch his problems with is the progressives, you know, because they, they say, look, our, our our voters got out there and we turned this thing for you. So, hey, we you got to do something for us. And I think that's where the battle. Now, if Mitch is there, well, we know you might as well get ready to, ready to look at um, what four more years of nothing being done in the, in the Senate. You know, that's yep. just the way they play that. You know, I was, yeah, and honestly, I was really six months ago. Uh, yeah, two months from now, Mitch is gonna say deficits are the scariest thing on earth. 
So yeah, that's, <laughs> that's being play. You and, right. and remember with the DNC, man, like if you look up uh, the races this year, you'll see anywhere a blue dog Democrat ran, they got the funding they needed. They got the ground game, everything they needed. Most of them still lost. The progressives, those were the people the DNC was fighting. Uh, ask Bernie Sanders about it. They don't want no part <laughs> of your Green New Deal or anything else you're Mm-mm. talking about. No. And we know why <laughs> that is because they view they view that as hitting them in the pocket. And when you start hitting them in the pocket, that's when they pay attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. Hey man, them lobbyists don't write checks for no reason. We know what it is. But hey man, I'm gonna exactly. hang up and listen to you, man. But dude, this is an interesting show, man. So I'm gonna definitely check you out on this procedural stuff. All right, thank you, brother. <laughs> All right, have a good one. All right, you. All right, see, that's my people. Call in, let's have a conversation. I learn as much from you as you learn from me. You know what I'm saying? That makes me feel good. All right, anyway. <laughs> So, yeah, Mitch, you know, I think I mentioned a few shows ago about how Mitch, you know, got Trump to elect these three judges. And uh, trust wasn't Trump's doing. It was Mitch. When when Trump took office, Mitch took him that list from the Federalist, Federalist Society. And, um, yeah, he said, your judges will be chosen from this list right here. That's it. And that is all. Okay, if y'all don't believe me, go and look up the Federalist Society. And there's there's a documentary on um, PBS, yeah, about Mitch. So y'all go and check it out. It's very interesting. It really is. Mitch Mitch is a shrewd individual. He really is. <laughs> but back to the Congress. Um, so yeah, January sixth is the the date where everything's supposed to be official, and everybody starts working toward the inauguration. Now that is what's supposed to happen, you know. Now, whether it will, let's hope it does, so we can be done with this nonsense and and move on. You know, isn't that interesting though? Now I'm gonna ask this question: How many of you, after you voted, really didn't care anymore? You know, even when that last debate came on, no, a lot of you had probably um, voted early. How many of you really didn't pay attention to what any of the, either of the candidate was saying or anybody else? You were done. You're like, okay, I'm done. Whatever we do, we're going to do. Even the, up, the days up to wait for uh, Saturday when Biden was finally projected to be the winner, how many of you really said, man, you know what? I really don't care anymore. You know, is it, you know, until it affects my bubble directly, hey, I'm just going to continue to live my life. How many of you said that? It's okay. It's okay because I've said it. And I follow this nonsense. And I said the same thing. You know what? They're going to do what they're going to do, which is true. But the question is, can we change that? Can we change um, what they do? I think we can. I think we can. If as many people get up there and, and, and bug there and protest their state representatives the way they did when Trump was in office, man, we would have a whole lot of better. We would have a lot better place to live. We really would. I kind of got off track here for a minute. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's see. Yeah. You know, there were two individuals 
there was a couple few more, but there were two main individuals I really didn't want to see um, get reelected, and that was Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. Okay, we already established Mitch. Got, Mitch, Mitch is the man. Mitch is the power. Lindsey Graham, he, Lindsey Graham is the back is the, the the backbone. He, you know, Lindsey Graham is the one who say nobody who says what the rest of them won't say. And even though both of them were was battling, they won. They they won their their races. But that worries me because if you go back and look over the 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 presidencies here, when uh, Democrats been in office and Republicans held one side of the House of the Congress, nothing really was accomplished. It really wasn't. It was more fighting and and delaying and deflecting, and nothing was accomplished. And I'm afraid that with these two being reelected, it's going to be the same thing. Now, that is to say, don't count out the squad, because all the squad won their elections, re-elections as well. Okay? So, Tlaib ain't gone nowhere. Uh, Pressy hasn't gone anywhere. Ilhan hasn't gone anywhere. Um, Who am I missing? I'm missing one. Yeah, so they're still there. So don't think it's going to be a, a smooth ride either way. Because it's not. It's not. As me and, and your man was speaking, also, let's remember, Pelosi, if, if the Democrats hold the House, as of right now, she's still Speaker of the House. However, there are rumblings within the Democratic senators and Republicans, I mean, um, House members, and there, there may be a battle for her speakership. And honestly, Pelosi needs to go on a step down. This is her second time holding it. And many of you don't know, but that's a powerful position. So with the progressives coming aboard and and all this other nonsense that take, took take ah, that took place, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It really is. I um, y'all know I keep you abreast of what's going on. You no, know, Mitch McConnell. I don't think anybody would try and remove him right now. That that'd be a death sentence for them. That that really would be. But that is what makes America great, right? Yeah, that's what makes America great. <laughs> Um. Oh, dang it! I know it's something I meant to tell y'all. Just before I came on the air, about an hour or so before I came on the air, President Trump tweeted that he'd fired uh, Defense Secretary Mark Esper's. Now, although some people may think that's a shock, it really not because he's been talking about firing this man for some time. I guess he's at the point now where he just don't care. And see, here's that, and that that's a issue in itself. When you start talking about um, the president, especially now that he knows, he, you know, as far as right now, he has lost. You can bet that he's gonna pull out some 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 executive orders on your butt. You know, he's gonna fire some people because honestly, don't think he's not gonna leave some loyalists in 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 place. Now, why? Because he thinks he can control stuff outside, as he has been claiming other 
um, presidents have done. But get ready for this. And they're not going to be popular decisions. He may pardon some of his, some more of his buddies. I mean, he he's you know there's one executive order that he's done before the election that a lot of people don't know about, and that's to change the employee status of certain members of the government. Yeah, basically taking away seniority. You know, uh, just basically telling them they got to go. But see, you didn't hear anything like that. But yes, it has happened. It did. So get ready for a lot more, a lot more. And of course, you may, we may all become um, um, uh, we may not pay attention to it because we're being given, shown other instances of crazy, like these these lawsuits, people going in the street and protesting. While behind the scenes, all this other stuff is going on. I, I don't really see this man um, um, getting leaving office peacefully unless a miracle happens. Unless a miracle happens. And I don't know if that's going to happen. But anyway, so January 6th. See, I keep going back to that, right? January 6th is when all this will be quote-unquote official. So just remember those other two days, December the 14th and December the 23rd. That's when the electoral stuff becomes real. And January 6th, when everything is official. And we'll see what takes place on January 20th. Now, y'all don't think he, don't think the president can just barricade himself in the White House and say, I ain't coming out because it's not like that. Okay? He will get escorted out. Yeah. So don't think that's not going to happen. But anyway, let's get back to his firing of um, Defense Secretary. Because it's interesting you know when when he brings everybody on, they're gonna do a great job and they buddy but until they piss him off. And basically pissing him off is not agreeing to do something he wants done. And Mark Espers <laughs> in June, y'all remember when all of the protests was going on and they had the rioting and looting? Yeah. Well, the president wanted to bring active duty troops in. Yeah, to respond to all that. But the defense secretary told him he didn't support that. The Insurrection Act from 1807 said, no, 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 no. And the only thing that did was, was to, would have allowed President Trump to deploy the Army, Navy, you know, whatever they needed. Army Marines, I don't know why I said the Navy, um, you know, to respond to all that rioting and stuff. But Defense Mark Epps said, nope, not do it. I don't support that. That, that, that ain't going to work. Then... Espers has the nerve to go and ban Confederate flags on military bases. Then he decided that, you know, it's, it may be all right to go ahead and rename some of these army posts that have been named after Confederate officers and get them new names. And all that was against what Trump wanted. Okay, that's all that was against what the president wanted. 
So once again, you do know when you disagree with him, you going you on the chopping block. Yeah. You on the chopping block. And this is just not something for right now. This is for, you know, he considers probably looking in the future where he has his people in place still. You know, and here's another interesting thing. Lindsey Graham said he would ask Mitch McConnell. Remember them two names we just talked about, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham, to create a joint committee next year to probe mail-in voting if Republicans hold on to control of the Senate. Now, they call it the chamber. So now they want to probe mail-in voting. Now, here's here's, here's an interesting thing about this mail-in voting. Surprise. I think it surprised everyone. Because I don't believe a lot of people really expected so much voting to be done by mail. I, I really don't believe that. But it it, it it happened. It happened. Um, now, they want to go and probe mail-in voting. But wait a minute. Didn't the president put his boy up there, DeJoy, over the, 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 the um, post office? And in the process of DeVoy trying to um, um, basically dismantle the U.S. Postal Service, he got caught and was told to stop all that cutting and, and equipment shuffling that he was trying to do. Now, I'm saying this to say the president has complained about mail-in voting. But it's taking too long, and there could be fraud. And then there were some cases, yeah, where they were finding, you know, bags of mail here, bags of mail there, you know, with a ballot here, but 200 ballots there. But no one never came back and said, well, these, the 90% of these ballots were Democrats, nine was Republicans. They just said ballots, mail-in ballots. And why did all that start happening after the the, the president suggested it why see all this has been leading up to where we are to now where we are today all of it has been leading up DeJoy went in there started getting rid of machines counting machines told the post office employees they weren't going to get paid for overtime anymore for delivering mail that was you know was a little late So the same thing that the president is complaining about was created by his own flunky. And that's what I'm going to call him, flunky. <laughs> you see how this political thing plays out sometimes? Sometimes you don't have to do nothing. It works itself out. To where there had to be an order to telling him, stop it. Don't do it. Stop. Enough of this. To after the election. So their complaints about late voting or ballots being coming in late, it was created by them. They created it. They want to tear it down. Although service members 
has been voting by mail absentee ballot for years. For years. I did it a few times. And anybody who has uh, has been overseas in the military or whatever, you know it. the mail doesn't run as regular as it does here. When you're sending it from over yonder way across the pond to the United States. We know this. And sometimes it's just stuff that's unavailable. Trailer catch fire. Um, you know, plane gets delayed. Uh, I mean, it's just things that you can't control. But yet, that's what they want to do. Control it. But they couldn't. So now the argument is, well, we weren't let in. We weren't allowed to stand close enough to see. Or we weren't given binoculars. Well, hey, you were there. You watch them. You watch them. So you say you don't trust your eyes and you don't trust your glasses, but you're going to put some binoculars on. So you're going to zero in on just one particular ballot, right? Come on, that's that's crazy, y'all. But that is the argument that the, the Trump lawyers are trying to get um, judges to believe. And this is how crazy this election was. In Pennsylvania, you had supporters of the president yelling, stop the vote, stop the vote, stop the vote. No. Was it stop the vote? Was it that? No, that was in um, Detroit. They was yelling, stop the vote. Or other way around. Pennsylvania, they was yelling, count the vote. My point is, they didn't even know what they wanted. One spot, they wanted you to count the vote. Another spot, they wanted you to stop the vote. You see how crazy this thing has made <laughs> this country? You see how crazy it has made this country? And the interesting thing about it is over two white men that really care less about us. They say they do. Well, one says they do. The other one lets you know, you know, if you're not in my wheelhouse financially, I ain't got nothing for you. But how can we repair this now? How can we get it back to being like it's supposed to be? Well, everybody's working together. Yeah, I guess that's asking too much for this country, huh? <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's that's what's going on with the election. And then you got some little some chick named um, what's her name, Emily Murphy. You know, and she is refusing. Listen to this. Now, apparently, she she has to write a letter. Okay. Basically, they're saying that um. Okay, Joe Biden is, you know, the projected president, so she, she he can have him and his team can have resources and access um to whatever government sources they need. All right, this lady said, I ain't doing it until it until the apparent successful candidate is clear based on the process laid out. So that's where I thought that had happened already. So I guess she's going to wait to January 6th and then let them have all those resources. 
now. Yes, she she's partisan. Yes, she's a a, a supporter of, of forty five. Okay. But can't you see? Can't you smell another setup? So, in other words, the Biden administration, if this goes out all the way in, the Biden administration is going to come in. They're already behind the power curve. Well, they're already behind, but it's going to be even more. It's just political melodrama, I guess you could say. <laughs> Interesting. But we shall see how this turns out. I'm sure eventually she's going to say, okay. Yeah. But then again, she may be under orders from the president not to do it. She just might be. <laughs> that would be interesting, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, while we still on terms of elections, you know there were um, a few, excuse me, a few things on ballots in certain states that the people had to vote on, and um, and some of those involved drugs, pharmaceuticals, or whatever you want to call them. And here's some of the interesting things that got passed. Um, they decided to end criminal prosecution for having small amounts of heroin, metamphetamine, meth, and cocaine. Small amounts. Now, I couldn't find anything where it said um, how much, you know, was a small amount. But that is interesting in itself. Heroin, meth, and cocaine. Those are some serious those are some serious drugs right there, y'all. It really is. But Oregon says, okay, we're not gonna prosecute. We're gonna get you help more than anything. So we're gonna see how that works out. Um, New Jersey, Arizona, Montana, and South Dakota legalized medical marijuana. So all y'all with that glaucoma. The so-called secret glaucoma, if y'all get a doctor to prove it, in New Jersey, Arizona, Montana, and South Dakota, hey, you can get you some medical, medical marijuana. Mississippi approved medical uh, marijuana for 20 specific health conditions. 20. Okay. 20 certain um, illnesses you can get medical marijuana for in Mississippi. I think you need to check out the um, check out the law, make sure what's got going on. And here's one that really tripped me out: Washington D.C. They are making enforcing laws against magic mushrooms, better known as psilocybin, the lowest priority for D.C. police. Now, I really didn't know there was a problem with magic mushrooms. I really didn't know that. But whatever the issue D.C. has with them, they're going to make it the lowest priority. In other words, they really aren't going to go looking for it. I don't know why you'd be looking for that anyway. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. So those are some of the laws that were passed. Um, As I said before, if you live in any of those states, I suggest you go and look up the law word for word so you won't get caught up. Um, I don't know when that these are supposed to take effect, but the people have passed it. Okay, the people passed it. So, yeah. All right, moving right along. Y'all know what? I got to take a short break because uh, I got allergies. I got to go and handle these allergies before I start talking anymore. 
So I'm going to leave you with a little short music here. And when I come back, we'll keep it going. All right? So enjoy.
All right, so <laughs> I'm back. Man, I tell you, this weather is crazy. It has my allergies all up in, in, oh, man, this is crazy. But we're back. We're back. Hold on. Somebody want to talk to me. Let's see what we got here. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who I have and what you got for me? Hello, Mr. Talk. Hey, Maze, how are you? I'm just fine, as always. Oh, uh, that's my opinion. always good to hear. <laughs> of course. It's for my opinion, for all I see. Now, people uh-huh. keep trying to find ways that Trump might win and can't do this and can't do that. It is over. Why you think there's nobody at the White House? He's still firing people. How can you fire somebody that turning their resignation anyway? <laughs> he doesn't have to accept the resignation. <laughs> but he didn't accept it. He just, he just fired him. <laughs> yeah. That's it sounds note. better to him to say fired. You are fired. You know, so he was living his, his apprentice days. And then when it comes to Nancy, the Nancy didn't get her job done. Nancy still got the house, don't she? With no problem. As it's of, all over for As her. of right now. Oh, it's not it's, a There is a problem brewing. No, I'm not talking yeah. about the brewing that they're trying to with OC them, OC whatever their name. It's not a problem that's brewing because all the stuff Nancy did is because they met, they came to not agree with her and then she changed and did some of the things that they wanted, the reason why she still got the house. Not because this woman screaming on the house side line to my uh all this stuff about uh, defunding the police, which everybody understood what that meant, not what she had on her mind. So, the, and Nancy is finished. Mitch McConnell is the one that's got to worry about his house. That's who's got to worry. But everybody looking at Nancy, Nancy has job has been finished. She's still in the house. She got yeah, she won her moment. election, and she's still there. Yeah, but they still so, no, because they still gonna have to vote for this for this year, new Congress. And every year. And every year, they come about moving Nancy. Regardless if they move Nancy or put OCE or whatever one of them in there, it's still going to work. It's not about what they see. See, we get listen to this on Fox. I mean, we get it and we put it, our spin to it. So let me put my spin to it. We ain't worried about Nancy <laughs> over in her house because Maxine won hers, her re-election. And everybody did except those people that was in those red districts pretending to be straight of the line. I don't know if they were Democrats or Republicans for real or whatever. Mm. And then they're going to want to come out. They want to cause a, a ruckus between Nancy and her house. But they ain't looking over there at Mitch and his house that caused all the problems. So he need he got to have two more senators to come in there in order for right. have to split the vote. If it's 50-50, I guess who's going to be the opportunity to, to uh, break the vote down? Kamala Harris. Right. So, yeah. That's right. So I'm saying it's over for Trump, so he might as well go on and just proceed or just leave and don't do nothing. They're going to leave like Stacey did over in Atlanta. But see, here's the thing. No, the, the only way Kamala, Kamala comes in in the picture is after January 20th. Well, no, January yeah. 19th. Well, because up until the then, up until then, Mike Pence is still the president of the Senate. Yes, he's still because he's he is the, the sitting vice Senate. president. Yeah. Yes. But if they don't have, so it, it comes just, down to a fifty-fifty vote. The, the final vote being cast would be Mike Pence's. We're not talking about the old. Just like they said, Nancy lost her house. Those people are still going to be there until to when? When the new people come in, we still got all the old people. January sixth. J- right, January sixth is when newcomers Congress meets. Coming. That's the, right. When the, newcomers the, meet. So. Yeah. So, so Nancy, so Nancy still got her same house she had before she left, and she gonna come back, and she's still gonna have the house. So if she wasn't doing a good job, it would have switched over to Republican, but it didn't. So new, I mean, what Mitch got to worry about now is because some of those people in his party did not like, 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 like Mitch. What did he say? He already congratulated 
Biden, didn't he? Mitch McConnell. Not Mitch yeah. McConnell, but what's his name? Uh, what's the man's name? Uh, Who? The one that don't like to run for president. The one that ran against Obama. Romney? Romney. He don't care for him. And then you got those other group of people that's in his own party that voted against him. You know, the Mick you, Romney is, is Mick Romney is an interesting individual because yes, Mick, Mick Romney, um, I think he he goes with his his morals and and beliefs more than anything, and mm-hmm. he's he he's worked both sides both sides of the That's aisle right. now. Yeah, he worked both sides of the aisle, and he's gonna keep on working both sides. Right. So that's what uh, I mean. But at. Mitt, but so, Mitt is considered more of a rebel right now than anything. You know. Well, that's what they, that's what they said about John McCain too. But anyway, as I say, well, that's true. Looking, everybody on left the White House ain't but a few. Only person walking around is uh, Giuliani, going to the wrong place and doing all the wrong things, causing the work. Cause if they got to leave, where else? You what's the next step that they got? They got to go to court somewhere. Especially <laughs> the president. If someone on the outside waiting for me, I do everything I could to stay in there until my last day. You know. So that's you're absolutely we correct. It's, it's over and it's finished. Cause New York is waiting for him. As soon as that last day, he he can they can still be in court or wherever they. But his last day is on what day? January what? That he's not president anymore. Yep. So that's what they're waiting for. So he can go take you have to remember, stuff, he can walk out vice, and get on the plane. Which was. Yeah, you have to remember the vice president gets sworn in a day before. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. guess he'll be be finished a day a, a day before him. <laughs> and then, and depends on what they wrap in, up into. That's why they probably try to waste time so they can have time to get themselves together and make a deal. Cause uh, in a whole lot of them, and then don't someone on that won the election like Lindsey Graham, he wrapped up in that too. So his time might be short. He might be going to, going to court and going to jail along with him. It's on what you did. You could have won your election and stole. Why don't they go recount those there anyway? They always want to go recount everywhere else except where they want real quick. We don't even know what the votes was, really. <laughs> and Mitch McConnell either. But they're not counting about going back to their states and recounting. They're just talking about in the states where they want to go, but not where they want it. So that's the way of I course. see this over. He don't even have a cabinet. He ain't got nobody to put in. If you want to really know, who is he trying to find to go in his new cabinet? If, he, if, he, if, if people that's still hanging on a limb, wondering and hoping... Who you got to put there? Do you see anybody? Kelly Anna left. Nope. She left early. All the people gone, so that should tell you something. They want to write books, so nobody shouldn't battle. Let them sit on the shelf, or let them sit somewhere and just uh, gather dust. So anybody that was him and his family and Giuliani. And so where are the other <laughs> people? And I don't know where Barry is. He ain't even nowhere around. And Ben Carson done came down with the back. Well. Tested, tested positive for the virus. So, like, who else left? Well, you know, Ben was only there just to. <laughs> yeah, he hated Obama so bad. And but Ben was just there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, as I say, <laughs> look at the cabinet. Where's his stuff? Where the people they formed him to come in to be on his side if he w- if they would have gave it to him tomorrow? Where they at? All them people don't ran so far away from him until it's a shame. Trying to run and get on some other station. And I don't want to hear none of them. Really? You don't so want to hear none? Yeah, they said Sean Hannity is upset. I don't know what he upset about because they won't take – see, they wanted Sean Hannity – they wanted the Fox to be the big news to carry to all the other stations, which they used to do. And then when Donald said what she said, it could it. They weren't listening to Fox anymore. They did that. 
their own opinions on how they thought things to go themselves and stop following Fox. Like when they came up with Bubba, that supposedly had a computer uh-huh. and all this stuff. Where's Bubba now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't be stealing my okay. thunder because I was going to mention that. But yeah. <laughs> so they're going to let I it mean, go. I mean, you have to really look at this. Anytime Giuliani is involved in something, you might mm-hmm. well think it's crooked. You know, yeah. especially when he's representing Trump. Yeah, yeah. He's he's so intertwined and he ain't got no choice. He's the only one still standing. So I was like, where Barry at? We haven't heard out of him since. And he he didn't like what he was doing either. I guess he's going to fire him. I told you when he got out, took off, he's always going to do a fire bunch piece. And I'm quite sure this testing is not happy with him. <laughs> All the people he done fired, do you think they in love? Oh, no. But the people that did like him, I wanted to keep on loving him, following him like WrestleMania, and, and go on with laughing and leave other people alone. Well, you know, those individuals are still there. They're not going anywhere. I mean, look at Ted mm-hmm. Cruz. Ted Cruz yeah, oh. is going on places and he's yelling about voter fraud. And uh, y'all know mm-hmm. how I feel about Ted Cruz. You know, yeah, he, uh, he, a, he just ain't got no cojones at all. You know, I, I'm sorry. They're just waiting for the conquerors to re- and reavene and a uh, whole lot of might be just leaving they, you know, something that so they're leaving for family reasons and all this stuff that start leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and that now if that happens, Maze, I'm gonna make sure I give you credit for that. <laughs> Don't I, I, was, I was like, wow, Maze did say that, didn't she? <laughs> Don't think you did some dirty deeds that you're gonna be getting away. Uh huh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but that's what I'm so looking at—not the talking heads, and not these people. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at what I see, not what somebody on Fox said, like ABC, NBC, and all of them. I'm looking at the things. I'm looking at what well, if that's the okay, case. Why isn't he forming another, uh, you know, some more people in his cabinets and stuff? If he thinks that he don't, that he didn't lose, he just ain't no way not to go to jail when he leave him behind those pearly gates at the White House. Yes, yes, I agree with you, Maze. And I was gonna say that, you know, especially New York, you know, they waiting, they are waiting. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're licking their lips right about now. It was I'm like, quite oh sure they I'm boy, quite sure, and I'm, I'm quite sure Hillary is too. But that's the only thing they're screaming, lock her up, lock her up, lock her up. Somebody's going to get locked up and not who they think. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. You're right. So with that, I, mean, I gave let, my opinion. No, don't go nowhere because I got to ask you. I want to ask you a question. You know, with What's your that? infinite wisdom, do you think uh, we can repair the damage that has been done over the last four years as yes, far as a, a country? Can we? Yes, you can repair. Yes. What What is it going to take? The country to repair it and stop that mess that they started last time. Uh, if they all did vote it, stick together and make sure things happen, it'll get repaired real quick. But if you want to fight and act like it's not, it's not, you know, listening to Fox, ain't nothing gonna get repaired. You're gonna stay right where you are. Of course, remember now, some of those Republicans went against him with all these answers they had. Why did they go against him? Because of the, some of the things he did. Right. So you already see a change in America. By this election, him losing, you already see a change. Did you see anybody breaking down windows and, and the police out there when them people were, was, was uh, rejoicing? No what cops did you see? None. They agitate. Nobody. Did you see any? But when no. they were protesting, you had them out there agitating them. But there was none. They was out there all happy, walking the street and doing like normal people do. So I'm mm. like, well, now, where are the cops? Hmm. You have to look at stuff. <laughs> See what you own. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you wanna, 
Do you wonder where they were? I mean, it boo cool the people in the street. No, just the party and everything. And a cop, right. nowhere to be found. Huh? Mm. No windows broke, nothing broke, burnt, or nothing. I'm trying to make you want to wonder, huh? Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> See, they kept they kept the undercover crew on, you know, locked up, huh? Said, okay, y'all, y'all, y'all need to go and start nothing right now. I said, now these people are not being violent. They all together, hugging and and singing and doing everything. Where are the agitators? Hmm. And them big, Good point. Them big, and them big group of people that was at these other uh, campaign promises and all these things that Trump going to, now you saw a whole lot of them. But they were from a city. That's, these people from each state. Those people were from states together together and come to one state. And that's yeah. how it went. So the protests was in the states. It wasn't a big group. They were little. But that's all it takes. It just takes one person. No, so one I'm saying, person. I'm saying, but, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you know what, though? At, I, I, I was watching um what the I was watching this movie Do the Right Thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end with the big ride when they tear up the store, mm-hmm. yeah. Just think about it. It just started with one person constantly mm-hmm. yelling and screaming. And you don't never know and who that one person was that threw the bridge. Right, you never know right. unless somebody caught him. Right. But I say so they peaceful because they rejoicing and no cops had to come or nothing. They was all peaceful all over the place. And the ones that is, that's in the hate mode. Over there with flags. I ain't seen no Confederate flag, no flags, no American flag with no guns and no nothing. Everybody out there happy. <laughs> That's what America looked like. It should look like. So you think the Karens are gonna go back into their little shells now and, and, oh, no, and gonna leave people alone? No, huh? they're gonna get worse. They're gonna get worse. As I'm on people just like he firing people today. Some of them because he lost, they're gonna be firing people on their jobs and they ain't eating that. And the right to work stays. That's what you're gonna see. Wow. I hope not, Maze. <laughs> Out of the anger. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I, I really hope yeah. not. I hope you're wrong on uh, that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That'll mm-hmm. be messed up. Yeah. And those as a supervisor, they're going to have to get put in their place. But, uh, yes, you know, some angry people are going to be out there. And they're going to get over it. So you you mm-hmm. hear it, Uncle Joe, telling them to calm down and and, and uh come to use your head. They use your heart and not your head. That's a lot of them using their head and not their heart because they don't have a heart. <laughs> oh. As long okay. as they stay away from me, I'm just fine. <laughs> you know what? I you know, Maze. I know. <laughs> I know, Maze. Tell them, Maze. As long, long as you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. That's right. <laughs> so, but anyway, so that's why I say it's over, and people can't see it. Now they'll, they'll see it before the end. I don't care what mm. Pence want to do. Her Pence might be in trouble too. Well, you know the interesting thing, as I said before, Pence has been quiet during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You he haven't heard that. anything from Pence. You know, mm. maybe because Even, he knows on the you know in January he's got to sit and say, okay, all these votes count. You mm-hmm. know, and then again, mm-hmm. who knows? He may run for president the next time. So and, uh, yeah, he's. I think he's trying to stay away from it, so he won't get caught up in any nonsense that'll come back and bite him in his butt. And Bush even congratulated him. So what do they tell you? <laughs> well, oh uh, well. Mm-hmm. So they can you know, try all they want, one, huh? And they can try all they want, and people can listen to it and think about it and you know, say if there is no if, like Paula yeah. said. She said, "Angel, have you that lady? What's that preacher? His his spiritual advisor? 
Paula, oh. Paula, whatever. She said an angel yeah. from Africa is going to come and save him. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. Did you hear that? I yeah. mean, what kind of speaking in tongue was that? <laughs> that wasn't speaking in tongues. That was clowning. What that was? The sad okay, part. There was people out there believing her. I'm yeah, like, man, I'm she like, looked like she's having a fit, a Tourette's fit like or something. She looked like she's going to a hookup party. The way she be dressing. I know, and everybody. I'm like, y'all really falling for this? <laughs> really? Out of all the so angels, she gonna call on angels from Africa? Really? That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, why? Why come in like? <laughs> Why not just angels, you know? No, angels yeah. from Africa. Now they're going to come like in the beat Af- the drums and dancing around them and what have you, right? <laughs> like, the African lady, like the African lady with the cure for the virus. That she, she was from Africa. Like, really? <laughs> but anyway, I gave my opinion. <laughs> well, the people that want to love him and the people that want to love him, let them keep on loving him and nobody's going to try to stop him. Mm. Not some maniac. I, I, I like mean, why should Hogan. you? They love Hulk Hogan. They can still love him. Yeah, that's true. But he's out that of the White true. House, so they might. And you remember when, old, when that woman on Fox came down down that 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 walkway to uh, and so Obama had lost. What was his name? Megan, the one ain't not there no more. Megan Kelly. Of, Kelly. Yes. You remember that uh-huh. scene you saw? That's the scene we got now. Mm. They just got to get over it. Wow. <laughs> they just got to get over it. <laughs> yes, that's hey. all. <laughs> That's the bottom line, isn't it? That's yep. the bottom line. Enjoy your life and, and, and release the stress. I guess they could. Um, people can reverse the roles now. They can claim that's not my president. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they can be like normal people and do what got to be done. Everybody got a role. We let everybody play their role in it mm. and stop trying to hold up the progress. Uh huh. Uh, Mitch McConnell, them days is over. That's why they tried to stack the courts and everything else. But nobody, nobody understand what was going on there. Well, Mitch, Mitch, well, well, Mitch is stacking the court. It's not just for when he's in office; it's for when anybody else Republican hit that, office. That's what I'm. You know, not not not, not necessarily Republicans for anybody that look like them get in office. It's where the stack well, court, that too. Courts are stacked. Yeah. So where you can't get no nobody else can get no. But that's over too. When Boehner had a granddaughter that didn't look like him, that should have told him something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Mitch, Mitch is married to an Asian woman. Uh, you're right. That's what I'm saying. And then they always talk about the illegals. I said, now, nah, Mitch got a woman that's not from America. Trump got a woman that's not from America. And they talk about bringing the illegals over here. But when he married his wife, he brought his mother-in-law, his father-in-law, and his sister-in-law over here when he they moved into the White House. Mm. Then they get their citizenship. So what does that bring? <laughs> Okay, that's a technical way of looking at it, babe. But you're right. Mm-hmm. But they pretend they hate them, hate them being here so much. Mm. So I don't understand. I don't get it when I just hear them talking like really. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk. I gotta go, but I gave my opinion. All and right, thank you, Maze. Different, and I just let you know. But I told you he was gonna win. <laughs> 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 Remember <Okay>. those words. <laughs> he gonna leave for that seceding. He just gonna leave. Because New York okay. is waiting for him. You think he may resign just to keep Who? from saying he, he he got fired? Well, I wouldn't be surprised. He going to fire everybody else. Mm. So whatever, forever, whatever he got to do, he going to do it. But I'm saying, and uh, the VP too, and they all, he said he can run, come back and run in four years. Who? 
Trump. He can. I know, but who gonna vote for him? Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. Really? You gonna ask that question? It's up the ones that just like him. Okay. They just got to get over it. But you know that depends on how how Biden does. Also, you mm-hmm. know, if Biden, Biden stinks up, if he just stinks up the joint, yeah, I can see Trump running again and actually winning. People like peace more than they like anger. They like yeah. happiness more than they like anger. But you got a lot of people that just love to be angry. Yeah, but see, you have to understand. I think this election showed a lot, just the same as um um last time. You know, people don't necessarily agree with the the people that's running, but a lot of people choose the lesser of two evils. And in this case, but, they chose Biden. They think Biden was lesser of two evils. No, it's just not like in sixteen with Hillary, huh? But it's not like the lesser of two. It's people that got a heart and people got a head. If your heart is not into something and you just out there and just mean and nasty, people don't want that embarrassment. That other haters, you bring them out too along with you, but they want to act like they're nice. <laughs> okay. Biden could be just like Trump, but he might not have the same heart Trump has. Mm. So if he, he does it. Right so he, so what you're saying? If he does it a little more diplomatically, you know, people uh, accept it a little easier than Trump being blunt yes. and just saying what comes off the top of his head, sounding yes. moronic. And reacting to the ones that are acting up. Yes, that's the way I see it. <laughs> hey, that I'm makes sense, Mace. Yeah, hey, I, I I can't argue with that. That makes sense. That's what I, so I just solved the puzzle, and that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> hey. So you have a good one. You too, Mace. So I'll talk to you next day. Monday. All, All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's why I love Maze, man. Because Maze always brings a a, a a um different point of view. Yeah, she be on point. She's on point though. She's on point. Um, let's see. We got about eighteen minutes. Let me get this last piece on. All right, y'all remember last month they go, went ahead and um got um Amy Barrett confirmed to the Supreme Court. Well, tomorrow we're going to get a glimpse of what her thought process is because the Supreme Court will hear oral arguments brought by a coalition of Republican state attorney generals and the Trump administration. And they're going to be arguing the individual mandate of the Affordable Care Act, better known as Obamacare. And here's what they're saying, um, that the law's individual mandate is unconstitutional and entire law and then since then okay I messed that up here's what it said if the individual mandate is unconstitutional then Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act itself must be unconstitutional as well they need to be getting gotten rid of so the Supreme Court is going to hear our oral arguments about that tomorrow um and amy you know barrett she's gonna get the city in and give her vote and her point of view on on it remember during the confirmation here democrats tried to grill on what you know what she how she felt about it and she really wouldn't say so i guess we're about to find out now for those that don't know what the individual mandate basically what it said that everybody 
All the citizens and uh, residents of the United States had to have health care. Okay. And of course, if you didn't have health care, you know, you would pay a, 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 a penalty. Yeah. But of course, that got struck down. Okay. And the bump, the bump, the Trump administration is basically saying, hey, um, if that was the law, then yeah, everything must be unconstitutional because that's the main part of the law. So this is the first first glimpse of seeing how Amy Barrett is going to um, vote with her peers in the Supreme Court. I think it's quite interesting myself. I really do, because I, I want to know how she's going to vote. And uh, you know, and here's the here's the crazy part: in the middle of a pandemic, you want to argue about health care, whether it's legal or not. So if they say it's not legal, all these people lose their health care and they get sick, what are they to do? But wait a minute. Oh, yeah, they lost the election, so they're really not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to get blamed for it anyway, right? So tomorrow, the Supreme Court voting on to hear, uh, to hear oral arguments about Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act. Yeah, that should be interesting in itself. It really should be. Um, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, you know, Republicans now have 6-3 majority. So we shall see. We shall see. I think it may be okay. All right, let me see. Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? What do you have for me? This is Miss Lady. And hi, Mr. Talk. You know, I meant to get back to you, and I forgot what it is you wanted me to email you. To be honest, and I've been having some dental stuff going on, and I had actually so um, some work done this morning. So, could you remind me of what it is that you wanted me to email you? I can't remember. Okay, yeah, um, about that that conference that was held. I forgot who was uh, who who it was. Oh, about I the ADOS the ADOS the ADOS conference. Yes. That was held in Kentucky last October. Okay. If you if you just put ADOS Conference Kentucky October twenty um, nineteen. You do you know Tone Talks and Yvette Carnell? They they put it on. Okay. Check out check out Tone Talks T O N E Talks on YouTube, and check out Yvette Y V E T T E Carnell C A R N E L on YouTube. They 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 put the conference on it. Cornell West came, Marianne Williamson, a whole lot of a, a lot of speakers came, and they were going to have one this year, but because of COVID, they didn't have it. Okay. And so, I will check that so out. anyway, um, I was going to say the one thing I didn't like about that Obama thing, well, because I didn't really read it through to be honest, uh, was that um, if you um, weren't working, and you had a gap between your in, your health insurance and when you got another job with insurance, you had to pay a big um, a big penalty, which I think was really unfair. I know a woman who was in between jobs and she didn't work. Well, she, she didn't work for about a month before she got another job, but with a new job, she couldn't get health insurance until she had been there for three months. 
So there were four months, and she really couldn't afford to pay for Cobra. It was going to be so expensive. In the meantime, mm. she uh, she had to take care of a disabled husband, completely disabled. She had a daughter who was unemployed, living with her, who was sick, and she was in and out the hospital. She and then she had a son who lost his job, and so she was the, the only breadwinner, other than the husband's small disability check. Mm-hmm. And she had to pay, I think she said something like $2,000, which I thought was completely unfair. Wow. Okay. So they need to get rid of that, you know, because she was already, she wasn't making, you know, that much money. That was a big, you know, that was a, that was a big burden for her. Right. So... They need to revise that. Okay. And especially with all this unemployment now happening and um, people underemployed or they're working gig economies and they don't have health insurance or, you know, between jobs and stuff, they really need to look at that. Hmm. Well, hopefully they will, Miss Lady. Hopefully they will. But I don't think. Now, that's uh, one thing Trump, I think, got rid of, too. I think they were able to tweak that and say you don't have to pay it. Yeah, the individual mandate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. But now they're going back mm-hmm. to court to, to, to basically to say, okay, since there is no longer an individual mandate, then let's get rid of the whole thing because the individual mandate was actual the Affordable Care Act. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, See, that was the they should have put such a heavy price on people for not having health insurance. They shouldn't have done that. If they had said, well, you know, the max you'll be charged is $400, then, you know what I'm saying? But they, mm. people were very upset about that. I would have been upset. Yeah, and I know some that are happy, you know, because um, some of their adult because children now can afford, can 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 have health care. You know, maybe they didn't have yeah, to pay that, yeah. that that large fee. You know, but that, I mean, there's two sides to look at so that. Large. Uh-huh, they should right. have had that big fee. If they had just had a small fee placed on it, because a lot of jobs they want to make sure they're gonna keep you, and you have to pay past that three months before you get any benefits. That's mm-hmm. a lot of corporations now. Right. You know, it used to be from day one you got benefits, no more. So, you know. Um, Cobra was going up her, I think, like, I think 700 a month or something like that. It was going 600 a month. And so she just said, you know what? Four months times even 600 was going to be 2,400 versus 2,000 for the fees. I mean, the penalty. So that's what she paid. But she was really upset about it. They shouldn't have had the fee so high. Mm. I okay. Well, were, but, you know, people were between ahead. jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting to see who, to, to see what the Supreme Court come up with. Um, it, it's no secret that yeah, that the actual Affordable Care Act, aka Obamacare, needs to be tweaked. There's there's no doubt about it. But during this time, do you want to get rid of the whole thing and just have people out oh, there no, without any, any type no. of health insurance? I think. I think, um, you know, I've always felt that 
health care is, is a universal right. It should not be tied to your employment at all. In other um, first world countries, and even <laughs> second and third world countries, their health insurance is low, um, that, or, or it's, it's, you know, the taxes pay for it. So it's not tied to employment at all. Um, right. So no, I, it's ridiculous. Let's it see the argument. Here. The argument with that is okay. Yeah, they have universal health care, but the taxes are out of this world. The, the taxes that they pay, you know, you, you yeah, know how Americans you know, are about they pay, paying taxes. You know, so you know, I don't know. It's got to be well, a, a common ground that has to be found somewhere in there. Well, if the corporations and the wealthy paid their fair share, that would still certainly help a lot in terms of um, – because uh, in San Francisco, they're going to start raising taxes on people de- uh, depending on their – for wealthy um, CEOs. They, I just read about it. You know, if you make – between this and that, you're going to pay this additional tax. If you make more than that, it's going to be additional. It's going to be additional. They said it's going to bring in a lot of revenue for San Francisco. There's ways, I think that because it's been such an imbalance and the middle class shouldering all this tax debt and the wealthy and the corporations not paying their fair share of it. So you can't have, so, you know, like the, the European countries never want to give up their health care. I talked to a woman 10 years ago over the phone uh, from Germany, and she was actually living in Canada at the time working. But she said, I don't understand. We just start, I talked to people about all kinds of stuff. And it, she was like, why don't – she said, I would never live in the United States, never. She said, you don't have health care? You don't have dental care? You have to pay all that money? One of my coworkers, her husband had to have a lot of cancer treatment. I mean, serious, uh, a lot of it. She said if they hadn't had good insurance, both him and her bill was over a million dollars. Mm. They would end up having to file bankruptcy. So this it doesn't make it. And I don't even can you bankrupt out medical bills because I think at one time a Republican president he uh, tried to get rid of that. I don't know if you can bankrupt out medical bills now. I guess you can. I don't know. But this is so. This is ridiculous. Hmm. Okay. Well, we you we know, found out. Huh? You look at uh, Cuba, they have great medical care uh, doctors. You look at um, the European countries, you know, the, uh, the Denmark people, the Scandinavian mm-hmm. countries. You look at Germany, you look at England, you look at France. Yeah, you might not be able to get your MRI done tomorrow, but you'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to okay. wait for a while to get no surgery unless it's an emergency, but you'll get it. Right. Um, you know, it's if you look at some of the salaries and benefits the CEOs of these um, companies, healthcare companies get in pharmaceutical, it's, re- it's really extreme amount of money. So yeah. I just thought that, you know, every if you really want to do things right, yeah, like, they were saying, we don't mind paying higher taxes because guess what? We don't need a big mega mansion. That's not important to us. We don't mm-hmm. have to pay for uh, much. Uh, we don't have to pay for health care. Mm-hmm. A month vacation every year. Um, we don't have to pay for college. 
that just takes a whole lot of bills off 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 the plate. You can mm. relax, knowing your government not gonna throw you out in the street with nothing. You know what I'm saying? If if you're <laughs> not working, right? Mm. Okay. Well, hold on, Miss Lady. I got somebody else want to come in. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here, and what do you have for me? Oh, Mr. Stark, I didn't mean to call back, but Miss Lady, <laughs> when you were talking about the COBRA, that's when people lost their jobs, and they had, and then they had the Medicare extension. Each state, every state didn't want to carry their Medicare extension, so Medicaid extension, and if they would have carried it, their insurance would have been cheaper under the affordable health care. That's why they call it affordable health care. But if you lost your job, you had to wait three months before you could get on any insurance. And you had to have COBRA. But if your state had Medicaid, it wouldn't have been that way. You'd have been paying a cheaper price. So that's what they were saying that that shouldn't have happened. So it was the states that stopped it, not uh, the affordable health care thing. It was the state. Each state didn't have the same. The states that had it, you paid cheaper I don't think she was going to qualify for Medicaid because she was going to start working. By the time she applied for Medicaid, she would have been working. No, no, not Medicaid. But, it, they paid each state paid a portion of your insurance, and they in every state. Then the Republican states did not; they would not in for that. That's why they wanted to take it to court because they didn't want it to happen. So mm. it was the states that solved the problem because some states still have it and some states don't. The Republicans, whatever the governors of Republicans, they still won't ha- take it. They won't do it. That's well, why people got to pay all this money for the insurance. Yeah, because my just, sister, that's what happened to my sister. She just happened to be in a state where it covered it, and then my other sister was not. So she had to pay big. She had to get the COBRA because she had to wait three weeks, months before she could get a new insurance through her job. So that's how it mm. happened. They were in different states, different things, depending on the governor, and made it cheaper. Okay. But the COBRA was very yeah. high, and that's all the choice you had. <laughs> you had to pay big money. Because they have, they have <laughs> state. Uh, they have state. If you can't get insurance from anybody, they got uh, the state that has an insurance plan. But it's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. I mean, it's not bad things. Oh, no, it's not cheap. Mm. But it was better than what they had at first. They had nothing. They couldn't afford yeah. anything. I mean, yeah. So, so they can afford it. And then the not should not be tied to your employment at all. And you shouldn't have to pay them big fees if you don't. If you're in between jobs and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. I think we. It's too I think much money in this country. Yeah, for that. I think it, I think if you have insurance, it should stay with you. Just like your life insurance, you don't have to because you uh, move to a different state. Don't mean you got to get rid of your life insurance because you was in the other one. It's just the money that they make off of the whole thing, and I think the whole thing mm-hmm. should be changed. But Republicans ain't trying to make it better; they're just trying to make money off of it. Because your home, like you said, your home on the insurance. You have something go wrong in your house, you got to get it fixed, but you still got to pay your money every month, and then you got to come out of your pocket to get it fixed, a percentage, which makes no sense. If you got an insurance, oh, I know. You, go you the got insurance. a deductible every year in January, and you have to meet that deductible. And even if you mm. still have um, treatments and appointments and surgeries, you still mm-hmm. going to have additional bills yeah. on top of that deductible. I yeah. mean, it's, wow. it's really, yeah, uh-huh, that's how it goes. Yeah, you're but paying you all that money. They're yeah. going to send you an anesthesia okay. bill for additional mm-hmm. money. It might be three, four, five hundred for the surgery uh, uh, place you have, but you might have to pay an additional yeah. $800 to $1,000. 
you know, for for this, for that. So by the time you pay your deductible plus all that additional stuff, it's it's very expensive. Yeah, and and, and what know, they take premiums out of your pay check every yeah. two weeks. But what's so strange about it is that you got to go to if you're going to get your teeth pulled, you got to go to the, the person to pull your teeth, not the dentist that you went to. You got to go to this other person that got his office. You just be passed around and everybody make money. Even if you did <laughs> and got good insurance, you still got to come wow. out of your pocket. Well, they only, then you got, a lot of companies, they're limiting how much they're going to pay for dental care. So it might be 1000 mm-hmm. or 1500 yeah. 2000 a year. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, one uh, extraction and a cap uh, on the tooth, that's it. Now, what if you need a root canal that might cost you $1,200, $1,400? Yes, you see you what I'm saying? So it's, 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 really, it's really expensive um, uh, to get health care in this country. Even if, but some people have really good insurance, and but most people don't. I was talking to a friend, her insurance through her husband. He has a company, and she works for him part-time. And she has really good, really good insurance. But she still, she said she had two implants put in and a set of in 5000 to a private dentist for each implant, which would have been called 10000 She ended up paying 700 per implant, which was 1400 So that was a big difference. Yeah, so that is a big it's, difference. It's like, yeah, like dental care is expensive. Medical care is expensive. Uh-huh. And... You just and, and depending on which drug, it could be very a, well, well, you know, like, medical medical care here in the states is expensive anyway. You know, just you know, for one of them saline bags of water, you charge like five hundred dollars or something like that. So yeah, yeah. something needs know. to be done. Like, it's sterile water and salt. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Mr. Talk, my yes. neighbor, my niece is another dentist, and he told me he said depending on what zip code you pay. When you're going to the dentist, what zip code you come out of? I'm like, what? He shocked me. He said, you're going to pay more if you live in an expensive zip code than you do if you live in an expensive one. You're going to pay less. I'm like, how is that? She was really affluent in in Silicon Valley. It's Mm -hmm. like very expensive to live there. You cannot find, you, you might be able to find. A two-bedroom condo for a million dollars. That's it. I mean, the houses are millions. And she said, "My goodness, he's top of the line." And he sees a charge up to eight thousand dollars for one implant. Man, that's that's oh wow. Okay. So the best, so the best thing somebody can do is they go to another state where it's cheaper and get that mm. business done, or like where they grew up in. After all this mess, I would never live in some states. I would never. Ain't no state perfect, but the way those people acting and protesting and so angry and cruel and mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and, they, and they voted for uh, Trump, and they just have just just seem like they're so mean spirited. <laughs> Who wants to be around that? But let me tell you something funny. The guy paid seven hundred fifty dollars yes. to get a tea pool. But where he grew up at, it was only fifty dollars. The next time he had to go get his mouth work done, he went home and got it done for very cheap. Well, it was I mean, that's an option. That's a lot that, to do. Yeah, that's if if you yeah. can afford to do that. Depends on where you're from and where you're living. 
Well, yeah. if you go back home to visit, you just take the time to go and get it done. <laughs> well, I guess you got a point. <laughs> All right, ladies, uh, we it's time for All us right. to get up out of here. So All y'all right. going to give me some some last words. Uh, go ahead, Miss um, Lady, give me some last words. Well, you know, I'm going to have some optimism for the future. I hope the Dems can get those two Senate seats in the runoff election. Otherwise, it's going to be a repeat of Obama, I believe. Uh, they're not, Biden's not going to be able to get much done. So that's pretty much it, and I just wish everyone a great week. All right. Thank you, ma'am. And you have a great week yourself. All right, May, since you made it back in. And I say Biden and Biden and, and the head person in the Senate was friends. And I don't know who got the most friends, but uh, somebody ain't going to be knowing what they were doing with Obama. Because they're going to have he got more respect for Biden than he had Obama. That's going to be the difference with Mitch McConnell and, and Biden. That's when the meat hit the, hit, hit the road. So that we shall see. But I hope those two in Atlanta do win so he can go on somewhere and relax. <laughs> okay. And as in Clarence Thomason up there giving that lady swearing her in with no mask on, that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, All right. It's Clarence Thomas. All right. All right. Thank you, Baze. You have a great week. All right, y'all. Another great show, I tell you. I tell you, my listeners—they bring up some very interesting points, and they—I love it when they share—they share their experiences, you know, because we all learn, we all learn, you know. Fortunately, I must say, I—I I don't have to deal with that um, aspect of healthcare, you know. Um, so, but those that do, yeah, some changes need to be made. Some changes do need to be made. All right, we're going to get up out of here. We want to thank everybody for hanging out with us today. East Coast in the chat room, I know you're gone, but thank you, brother. Uh, Miss Lady, Mays, as always, much love to you. And everybody else out there listening or maybe listening later, thank you. If you like the show, hit the follow button. Um, you can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com or on Twitter at Driven, F-O-R, for life. <laughs> I had a I had a blank spell for a minute. Uh, uh but other than that, that's gonna do it for us, man. We're gonna get out of here. Uh let's see. We're gonna take you out of here once again with Mary J. Blige and uh, just fine because we are survivors. We've been surviving a whole we survived a lot worse. Let's see what happens within the next two months and we'll go from there. All right. So y'all have a good week. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And everything, learn to laugh at yourself, baby. You laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. All right. Have fun, y'all. We're out of here.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.